Hello and welcome back to Breaking Butterfly. It's Ashley, if you couldn't tell. But I am here with Maddie today and we're going to do something a little different. We, I think we talked about this on the last podcast about, or maybe we didn't, did we? We totally did. Okay. Oh yeah, because of the DMs. Yeah. No, we mentioned it. I think we had the idea like on the podcast to do tipsy talks. Yeah, that's right. But we're calling it something else. We've got we've gone through quite a few name ideas, you guys. Uh, we're gonna do after hours, but Hallie Halpern has already taken that and trademarked it and copyrighted it. So good job, Hallie. That's a good one. I literally I literally texted Ashley. I'm like, we have to call it after hours. That is the cutest name. She screenshots Hallie's podcast that has ha- after hours. And I was like, mm-hmm. of course, great minds think alike. So Hallie, if you're listening, great name. Love it. Couldn't do after hours. Then we were like, real. then we were like, <laughs> wait, then we thought of moth hours. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's like the night butterfly. Just breaking moth breaking yes that's what ash said breaking moth then yeah we decided no on that one and then for all our ravers out there we like if you guys know excision which also in this episode i want to talk about my dos experience and some of the artists i saw i saw excision Oh my God. I'm not usually a dubstep girl. Like I'm just not like I'm a house girl and sometimes like an experimental bass girl, but I'm not like a dubstep girl. I saw Excision and it was probably one of my favorite sets of the whole entire weekend. Um, we'll, We'll talk about that later, but Excision does something that he calls a detox set, which is like not his usual set. He just like plays whatever he wants to play. He's like, or whatever he wants to play, like his favorite songs or whatever. Um, so this is like the Breaking Butterfly Detox episode where we get to come on and just talk about whatever we want to talk about. And we're going to have some drinks and we're going <laughs> to just talk about bullshit. And I mean, we have topics. We have some pop culture topics. We have topics about, yeah, there's some EDM to- topics. Um, I don't know, just ra- honestly random shit, you guys, that we want to talk about because I feel like yeah. we actually are pretty fun. We definitely are very fun, especially when we're together. <laughs> Dude, when was the last time that I saw you? Was it March? February? February, March. It's too long. I know. It's, it's been long. way too long. Things have just been happening, though. Life has just been up and down and all around so it's like damn I'm finally settled and like I was literally thinking about it today I was like I want to go to Utah I want to visit Maddie I want to just do stuff well here's the thing you guys like not to call you out on air but Ashley was supposed to move here she was (laughs) she was supposed to move to Salt Lake City she was literally looking at apartments I was so excited like I (sighs) This was about to be the start of a new life for me. Like, this is so exciting. 
And then she decided to stay in Washington. She's in Seattle, which she has the cutest apartment and like she gets to stay close to her friends and all this stuff. But like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was pretty sad. I was disappointed. I've been, I've been moving places. Like, that's a goal of mine. One day I'm going to get out of here. I just like, I had to get out of my parents' house. I know. I know. And I think at some point, like, I know. It's okay because you know what? To be honest, like I, I don't know how much longer I'll be in Utah. I I want to stay in Utah. That's what I'm but- saying. Like I feel like I feel like we'll live together somewhere else. Maybe. Yeah. I. Okay. That's fair. I maybe California, because I. Yeah. I said in, in our last episode when we were talking about relationships on the hotline episode, like. I I do really enjoy being long distance um, with Henry and it's working really well for us right now and it's really good for us to have our space and I'm spending time with my family and like la-di-da-di-da-di-da-di-da and also like by the time my apartment lease ends, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be ready to live with Henry again, possibly. Mm. And but I mean, in eight months, like in eight months, I already miss him all the time. Like in eight months, like I feel like I'm going to be pretty ready to live with him again. And um, he's not moving here. I'll just tell you that much. So yeah. I'm going to be moving back to California. I'm going to be in the suburbs, though. I will never move back to L.A. like ever, ever, ever. I hated L.A. with a burning passion. But, yeah, there's a possibility that I will be back in Southern California somewhere, possibly Simi Valley or Santa Clarita, which it's so funny because I was born in Santa Clarita, so it's like a full circle type of moment, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, that's exciting for me, too, because I love Henry and I love hanging out with you guys, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we would have a lot of fun. We really would. Yeah, I think, I mean, fuck yeah, congrats on the decision, because that's pretty cool, but I'm excited. I think it'll be good. It's, I mean, that's what I've been contemplating that. I'm like, I could stay here for a really long time, or I could just bounce around. And now I'm like, should I move to Italy? Maybe. (laughs) You could definitely move to Italy. I I still want to have a European summer. I was supposed to have a European summer last year when I was like... Mm -hmm. In my single girl era, traveling era, I was supposed to go to um, Europe and just bounce around. But I got tired, honestly, so fast. Like I was not taking care of myself while I was traveling and I just got so tired. And then I reconnected with Henry and then like it just never happened. But I feel like one thing in my life that I need to experience is just like I need to go to Greece. I need to go to Italy. I need to go to France. Like I need it. I don't know. I need to go to Barcelona. Like I just need I just need those experiences. And you know what's so funny? Did you take a language in school? Yeah, I took uh French. How many years of French did you do? I did oh, I did like 3 in high school and then 2 in college, but 
it didn't keep up. Honestly, Duolingo teaches me way more than like a spread out quarter of or semester of classes. Really? Yeah. Because I I took five years of French in junior high and high school. And I feel like it's so funny because I spend a lot of time in Mexico and in Costa Rica mm-hmm. and everybody speaks Spanish. And I just know how to speak French. Well, I can't really speak French. I can read French. Like if you were to give me – I can read it too. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely read French. Like if I was in France, I could could get around. Like I know the French language. I couldn't necessarily speak it. And every single day, I just wish that I would have taken five years of Spanish instead because I only spent time in Costa Rica and Mexico in Tulum. And I know zero Spanish. And people are like, oh, it's like kind of the same. I don't feel like French and Spanish are the same at all. Um, But it would be cool to go to France, go to Europe, and like maybe use like a little bit of my French. Because like I have a little bit under my belt. Yeah. I mean, I want to do the same thing. I know that they like or some rumor has it that they just like hate when Americans try to speak French but when I was at Chambleau last year I remember like speaking a little bit of French to some like guy from Quebec and he was like are you French or he was like are you from whatever and I was like I was like no like (laughs) I was it's just my I just I was like I took a couple years in school I I mean I've heard that French people just hate Americans in general yeah, that too. Like, like actual French people, like from France, like I think they just hate Americans. That's what my my two friends, my three friends, are in Europe right now, and one of them was messaging me, and he was like, "Yeah, they definitely don't like us because we're American." And I was like, "Yeah, well, to be expected." Anyway, 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 we should get into some of our topics that we have we have like a list of topics um that we want to want to chat about we do we have some good ones and just things that we just need to talk about (laughs) we just need to talk about it um where do you think we should start should we start with our very first one yeah i think so top of the list it was the first thing we thought of which it reads, I guess, okay, yeah, which it reads, uh, Ariana Grande. And so, okay, let's just talk about Ariana Grande for a second. She's been awful popular, I feel like, in the media. And, oh, now it's all coming back to me. So, she's making a new movie. I think it was Wicked. I don't know which movie it was. But essentially, she gets this man who was her co-star. I think his name is Ethan. I know him by Spongebob, but if you're on TikTok, you definitely know what I'm talking about. And this Spongebob guy who plays Spongebob in the live musical, he basically cheated on his wife who just had a baby with Ariana Grande and left her (laughs) for Ariana Grande. And yeah, people are saying it's sus because she literally has a song that says, break up with your girlfriend, I'm bored. And hasn't said a word about it, but did post that she is re-releasing or re-recording like three of her oldest songs that are like 10 years old or something. But it's super interesting because this guy's kind of 
he's no um what's his face he's what's the tall guy's name what <laughs> that ariana grande dated oh that kim kardashian dated yes fuck um pete davidson pete davidson he's no pete davidson that's for sure and ariana grande left her husband too for this man dalton i didn't even know she was married yeah so she was married i just looked up an article she was married in may 2021 um see i don't i don't know a ton about this you guys but all i know is that he had a baby like he he literally just had a baby and like started cheating on her when she was pregnant yes yeah is that what it was I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was a thing because then it was like, oh, my God, they just had a baby and it came out like right after. And I feel like to me, like Ariana Grande has this very like innocent persona. Like she comes off as very like sweet baby girl vibe. And now I'm just I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. And it, it kind of makes me sad because I do like her. And I like her music. Same. If okay, if this guy, if SpongeBob, and so it's not the actual SpongeBob, it's SpongeBob in Broadway. Essentially, yeah. I watched I tried to watch a video of him and I couldn't. Okay. It's pretty interesting. I should I should have like watched a video on this before we were talking about this, but I I just have seen like things here and there. Like if there was not a baby involved, if this woman was not literally pregnant giving birth to a human being, would I be more okay with it? Honestly, yes. I would. I, I, I it's, truly, it's like, it, I would yeah, no, I agree. It happens. Like, shit happens in relationships. Like, you never know, like, what is going on in the relationship, whether they're married or engaged or dating, like, you can't really know what's fully going on. But the fact that there is a baby and then you're going to go cheat on your baby mama with a really, really like famous person, it just feels like mean. Like it feels like personal. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up, honestly. Like, yeah, I kind of agree with what you were saying of just like, it hap like it happens sometimes, but at the same time, like there was a baby involved, like very involved, and that's kind of what makes it fucked up. Yeah, like part part of me is like showbiz. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna fall in love with your um, what would you call it? Not your coworker, but like your co- your co star, right? You're like that that's so typical and. You never know, like, if they were already having problems and blah, blah, blah. But, like, it just feels really, like, I don't know if this is the right word, but, like, devious. Like, it feel like it has, like, bad energy. Like, he really had to, like, go about it and hide it to get it done. Like, it was, like, on purpose. Yes, it feels almost on purpose. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. It just feels, it just feels, like, a little bit icky. Like, it just feels really icky. Yeah. So, 
Like if I was Ariana, I'd feel pretty fucking terrible. Yeah. Especially if if this was happening while she was pregnant and the baby wasn't even born, I'd be like, let's wait a year and then let's come back to this. Yeah. Because you have fathering to do. Like you have to take care of the woman that is carrying your child, like a human being that is partially your. Yeah. No, literally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've I've always felt that way just about relationships in general. Like, I I feel like if there's no children involved, there is this aspect of do what makes you happy, right? Do do what feels in alignment for you. But when there are children involved, it's like take into perspective another human being another life another per- like another life like there's just so much more to take into account and i just i think there's just more more to look at but in the notes here he said ulta's potentially dropping her makeup line yeah i saw a tiktok and it was like ulta had released some statement i don't know if this was fake or real but i did see this on like a screenshot or something but it said that they basically put out some sort of statement that said that I don't know if they directly used her name, but it was like a direct like subtweet of like we encourage women supporting women and like we realize that there's like some you know describe I don't know something like that, but I was but it basically turned to like this may not be around for much longer do because they don't want the bad reputation of like being associated with her if so many people are gonna like talk about her yeah i mean that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. that's a me- that's a messy one that's a messy it one. is um another person that i want to talk about that is quite famous or more interviewing people that are quite famous mm. This Bobby girl, Bo- Bobby Althoff. Is that how you say it? I think it's Althoff. 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 From the podcast I, I listened to. That's what they call them. Okay. Her, I haven't actually listened to a full podcast, but I just listened to or I watched the clips. Like I watched all the clips. Yeah. Yeah. Like obsessively. I'm so curious to hear your thoughts. Just ab- about her. Like in general i mean the podcast that i listened to she wasn't i haven't listened to any of her podcasts but like i like i've watched all the clips and i was listening to her as a guest on bff's podcast shout out bff's on barstool but um she came on and she was they basically she basically alluded to like it's a character and she's like a mom and like she's got shit to do and have you heard about the way her podcast started? She just no. started paying guests $300 and would like DM people and she just really got lucky. So what are your thoughts about people like people saying she's like an industry plant? After listening to that, I was like, no. She's definitely just like she was like, yeah, I used to post like mom content, so people knew me from mom content and then 
she was like, I just decided I wanted to start a podcast. And she was like, I started interviewing people and I really liked it. So I don't know. I, I think she seemed very genuine, especially because she has kids. I'm like, that's a lot to take on, like to get paid a lot of money for because you still have to do a lot of work. Like, But she pays for all of her flights, her own flights. Yeah, but you don't really know that. No, that is just what she said, but but it's her out of the her like clips character. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. So I fa- I saw her on TikTok a long time ago. Mhm. A long time ago, but a, a while ago and saw her doing the things with like calling her daughter Richard and like doing these like You didn't see her on TikTok like this long ago? No, I only know her from these clips. Oh, from like the podcast. No, okay. So I've seen her like before she was doing the podcast and she would do these clips on TikTok where she would say that like, do you know Taylor Paulson? I don't think so. She's like a Utah mom. Oh, yes, of course. Mom talk. Yes. 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 Love it. Like swinger talk and like. Yes. Yes. Drama. (laughs) Yes. And her saying like oh, like, I'm 45, and then everyone being like, no, you're not. And then th- there was also videos of, like, what was that? Guys, my cat just jumped on my desk, and I went to pet her, and she got so scared because <laughs> she didn't see me trying to pet her, and I got so scared from her jumping. Oh my gosh, that scared the crap out of me. No, Taylor Paulson, like she, um, I think that's her last name, Paulson. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah. And then she would also do these videos where she would like be cleaning her house and then in the background, like a door would shut and then everyone in the comments would be like, did anybody see that door shut? Like, oh my gosh, like there's someone in the house. But like it was all staged. It was, it's like these content. Even her hitting her boyfriend. Okay, not that one. Oh, okay. That Damn, was Max. I was like, that was crazy. That's an actual scandal. But besides that, there's content creators that know what is going to create like conversation, right? And what is going to create like a buzz, and so. Even Taylor, like, she would do things in her videos or say, like, oh, I'm 40 years old. And everyone in the comments would be like, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. And that would just drive her engagement to boost her videos, right? And so there's content creators that are kind of just, like, genius in terms of the content they create, even if it's kind of, like, quote-unquote, like, fake. Not fake, but, like, it's, like... I mean, it's a virtual reality. It is, it's just yes. not the full truth. Right? Yeah. They're making things up to get people to talk type of thing. It's like click, so, clickbait. Click, clickbait. Exactly. And so I feel like that's what Bobby was doing, which kind of like drove her to where she's like she grew like a big following. Like she would do these very like dry humor skits that would get people yeah. like talking. But now she's, like, interviewing, like, Drake and, like, Tyga. And I'm, like, it feels like a big jump to me. Like, how did she get there? 
And then Drake's interview gets deleted. Deleted. I saw that. They unfollow each other. And so many people are saying that this is planned. Like, it's like a planned thing. And part of me wants to be like, no, it's not. I think they just had a falling out. But then part of me is like, it is. But then part of me is like, no, it's definitely planned because she's always been like this. Like, she's always had a strategy. Mm -hmm. She's not just like a bitch on the internet being authentic. Like, she. She is authentic, but she like she, she is also a genius. Yeah, and she is, and she's a comedian, and she has a strategy. So it just makes me wonder. Like, I think I think it could definitely be all of this is like planned in a way. I don't know. I. No, I thought the same thing, like, when I saw that, and I was like, that's weird, like, she made the intentional, like, in-character post of, like, so out of my element here, or whatever, at the Drake concert, and I was like, this is definitely, like, maybe that's why, like, he took the joke the wrong way, but I also kind of think that it's definitely some sort of marketing thing. I don't know what it's going to be, but, like, obviously, she, he was her most famous like interview because that's what like kickstarted her like mega fame yeah and I didn't even know that she was who I was thinking of before because her Instagram has like 40 posts like she deleted everything before or like and she says that it's because she didn't want any she didn't want her kids to have a digital footprint yet so she took all their pictures down I don't know. I don't know either. But that is interesting. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Either way, though, put this on record. I think she's a genius and I love her. I I think she's fucking hilarious. Like the episode or the clip with her and Tyga with the porcupine. Mm hmm. Is so cute and funny. Like I actually haven't seen that to be honest. Okay, I'll send it to you after. Good. <laughs> There's just like a porcupine like eating carrots, and she's like, spell porcupine. And then Tyke is like, try to spell porcupine. And it's just it's stupid. Like it's so stupid. It's hilarious. Yeah, no, it's I love I love how dry she is. It's almost like a break from all of the like we were talking about like clickbait of like the you know like the Jake Paul era of clickbait of yeah. where it was like this crazy thing but instead it's just like yeah like I don't know any of your songs like will you play one for me <laughs> you know like that was a Drake clip by the way yeah yeah no it's it's so funny I think yeah I think she's I think she's an amazing creator. Some people just have a knack for like creating. Yeah. Um, like entertainment. T- yeah. Content, entertainment, like TikToks. It just like comes so naturally to them. And like I'm so jealous. It doesn't come naturally to me, but I will just be a mega fan of them. For real. It's also like, have you watched like, oh, what is Pass That Puss? Jake. Ashley. He's my favorite. I I 
love him. Pussy PSA. <laughs> I love him. I think he is one of the one of the greatest social media creators in in this moment, in this time, right now. Me too. He it's like that's what we need is like the old memes and just like the easy humor to digest that isn't like some crazy topic about the world. Like it's just like blue finds out that there's dark blue. <laughs> it's perfect. So, like nine finds out that seven eight nine. Yeah, that's a hilarious one. I love it. Like, dude, he, I think he is hilarious. But you know what? That brings us into another topic. Because who is he obsessed with? Oh, Taylor Swift. We have this on our list, you guys. Like, we just wanted to like talk about Taylor Swift and the obsession because. There is this Taylor Swift hype that I didn't even know existed before the Eras every- tour. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know, know anybody liked Taylor Swift before the Eras tour. I had no idea. Like, everyone was a closeted Taylor stan. Yep. And then the Eras tour came out, and then it became a competition. People were like, who can be the biggest Taylor's fan? True. I I I don't I don't know what happened. I've never seen a post from anybody about being obsessed with Taylor. True. And then and then they start trading candy. And I'm like, oh yeah. And I'm like, okay, what's really going on here? This is hilarious. I know. It's interesting because it's like, like, obviously, like, EDM, it's a community. Swifties, obviously a community. But, like, and, like, and, like, the EDM community, like, candy trading. And there's, like, a whole little handshake that goes with it, plur, you know. And, but then, yeah, I know the, the Swifty thing, it's, like. So you guys are actually a cult. It they're obsessed. They're yeah. like they're literally going to see their god. I think it was Henry that was telling me that his friends they bought tickets to one of the um concerts. They bought them for like seven hundred dollars. Damn. So, so, okay. No, listen. Bought them for seven hundred dollars. Sold them for 10 grand. Wow. 10. And see, I hate to say it. There's probably never a festival, a festival that I would pay for that was 10 grand. That's what I'm saying. Like we see, I pay for EDC, for example, $500. I get to see. 20 of my favorite artists with the most insane production $500 people are paying $10,000 to be in and you're going on a cruise ship not to mention <laughs> yes I yes Cru- like uh, I just can't believe it people are paying $10,000 for this and I just there's some Taylor Swift songs that I like 
Yeah, honestly. no, I I do like some of her music, but I'm not, I just didn't know. Love story slaps. I'm that's I was literally thinking of that song. Love story slaps, and it will always slap. Ten thousand dollars. I just, I don't. Yeah, ten grand is an absolute lot, and it definitely blows my mind. Also, like, if you're a Swifty, like, absolutely no hate. I do have to bring this up, though. Yeah, no, we still love you. Absolutely, we. Taylor's a great gal. She just boosted our economy. But what I really wanted to say is love that y'all are getting crafty as hell. I am a craft girl. I'm here for it. However, are you guys ever going to like wear that again? And if so, how much (laughs) glitter and plastic and little jewels did you use? And is it going to end up in the landfill? I mean, it's just like a bad fashion moment. Just saying. (laughs) Did you see AIDS TikTok? No. So there was a girl that made a TikTok about the candy making. And she was like, she was kind of like making a joke about like the the Swifties making candy. And was like, come on, like, this is candy. We've been doing this forever. And Aid made like a stitch. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Aid made a stitch to that video and was like bashing on the girl that made the video and was like, come on, are we really going to like gatekeep candy? Like, let let the Swifties have their fun. And I get what Cade was saying, or Cade, I get what Aid was saying, but I also like get the girl that made it of just like, you're just making of like they're they're claim they're claiming it for the, as their own idea, yeah, but it's like it's such a raver thing. Like what raver is also a Swifty that brought the plur candy vibe to the Swifty tour? Because like I love it, I love it for you guys, but also like it's just funny. It is funny to see Swifties trading candy, and Aid was like, yeah, she was just like, come on, we're not gonna gatekeep candy. No, like, that's really? not that's not that's not plur of us, but like no. uh, like we but we've but been we, funny. they are crafters in the EDM community. Have you guys ever seen like a full sleeve cuff at Swifties? <laughs> that's it's not that's, that's what I wanna see. I wanna see Perlers. I yeah. want I wanna see Taylor's face as a Perler. Somebody make that, please. Please. That would be crazy. That would be absolutely crazy. Okay, speaking of artists we love, I want to talk about somebody. Oh. Oh. Only <laughs> the best. Only Wait. Only the, who do you think oh, I'm going to talk about? Okay, maybe not. You go first. No, okay. No, you go because what was what was that little sigh? <sighs> were you Who were you going to say? You go were first. You, were you going to Oh, you're going to talk about Ollie Cat. Of course. Oh, I was gonna, I was going to talk about somebody else. Okay, let's do somebody else first. But but no, we can talk about Ollie Cat too. I yeah, let's talk about some EDM artists that we're loving right now. Who are your favorite okay. EDM? Have you seen Ollie Cat live? Okay, let me just t- Can I just tell this little this yes. little story, please? So 
she happens to be the literal only person I am like seeing live this year besides Closey at the end of the year. But I bought flights and full festival tickets where I'm like, the lineup's good. Maybe not my absolute fave, but like lineup's good. But only just to see her. I just wanted to see her fucking set. And that was the only festival she had released that was like something I could get to. And then she just out of nowhere, I'm I'm going to Lost Lands. And I was like, oh, no, I know what's next. And then she's like, I'm going to Base Canyon. And I was like, well, fuck, I like can't make it to Base Canyon this year. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I'm also like touring and I'm going to be at Seattle it like in Seattle. And I was like, damn, there was just like so many opportunities for me to see you before like buying flights to Texas. But I'm still happy that I'm going to Texas. But I was like, damn, you blew the fuck up in the matter of like three months. I mean, longer than that, but like, just like everybody picked her up. And I was like, I mean, obviously, understandably, like she deserves it. She deserves it. I that's why I'm so excited to see her. I'm like, because when I found her, it was like 500 followers, two songs, like Back to You, Electric Shock. And yeah. now she's just like, and every time she releases a song, I'm on it as soon as she releases it. And then I'm just, it just blows my mind. She never misses. It's exactly what I need to hear. <laughs> I think she, I think she is incredible, like truly incredible. I think she is an amazing producer I think that she is going to keep skyrocketing and oh, yeah. and just – so I saw her um, – I went to – it was actually a festival here in Utah. can't remember what it was called, but it was at this venue called Fear Factory, which is actually a, like, haunted house place. Mm. But they have this section outside that was, like, perfect for a concert – and she was playing. And so I went literally just for her. Like, I kid you not. I walked in like 30 minutes before she played and I walked out as soon as she left or as, as soon as her set was done. And I was just, yeah, I wanted to see her so bad. I wasn't going to miss it. I thought she was just amazing. Like for a new DJ, for a new producer, like just starting out, just like just getting things started like she's so new she's so yeah. new she's this is the beginning like like her, she still hasn't been discovered by everyone yet literally i was talking to my friend i was like oh like i i just went to this festival like this it wasn't even like a festival but it was like a two-day thing like i just went to this thing i went to go see alley cat and she goes oh, yeah, like, I really wanted to see them, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what do you mean them? She's like, I don't I don't really know, like, who Alley Cat is. Like, is who is it two guys? I was like, no, it's a girl that's literally younger than us. Yeah. And she, like, she didn't even know who this person was yet. And I was like, okay, world, watch out because Alley Cat is yeah. coming. You're going to know who she is. She is so beautiful, so cute, so amazing, so all the things. But I just couldn't – I literally couldn't believe that she didn't know, like, who Alley Cat, like, was because I found Alley Cat on TikTok. So, I, like, I know what she looks like and blah, blah, blah. Um, But my friend that I'm talking about, like, she was like, oh, no, I've just been listening to all of Alley Cat's songs. Like, l- I'm obsessed. Like, people are obs- – like, she's so good. 
She's so amazing. Every, yeah. Every time I introduce her to someone, they're like, she's so good. Like, I love this. And I'm like, I know. She's a fucking genius. She's a genius. But, like, she's still up and coming. Like, people – a lot of people don't even know exactly who she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is exciting. I'm so excited for her. True. But speaking oh. of other artists that we're excited about, so I just went to DOS Energy, which is a festival in Utah. And DOS Energy was actually the first festival that I ever went to. Um Six years ago, I went to my first DOS Energy in 2017. That was actually the first night that I met Henry and met all Ooh. of, yeah, met all of like my best friends. And, um, yeah, it was just a big night for me six years ago. So I went back to DOS Energy. It's the biggest festival in Utah and it's at the Saltaire. Um, just, just a great, place i would love for you to come with me sometime ash maybe next yeah year. no i definitely want to go it it's, seems cute it's such a good one we met nostalgics i saw excision one of my favorite sets but let me just tell you guys about who i saw does anyone know an artist named disco lines oh yeah of course oh god i almost died not only was that set incredible inspiring Mm. amazing one of the best sets i've ever seen this boy is so cute true so true he was so cute he was vibing he was just enjoying himself he was just so cute i was literally sitting there talking to my sister, I'm like, please marry him. Please marry him. Please marry him. You're going to marry him. Like, he was just adorable. Like, I was so excited to see him from the get-go. Actually, the only t- – like, the only reason I went to day two was to see Disco Lines. hmm I just was not disappointed at all. I'm so glad that I spent an extra $170 – to go night two, literally yeah. for the sake of seeing him. Best vibes. He was playing all of his good songs. Then he was dropping like bass music, dubstep, and just like have his visuals were amazing. I just I haven't been this impressed by an artist in terms of performance, his personal, like him as a him as a human being, expressing himself, dancing, mm-hmm. enjoying himself. Like, the music, the everything. Like, it just was a 10 out of 10 experience. And I just have to give him props. Like, it was so – it was so good. But Speaking of up-and-coming artists, you know, like, he had, that, he had that TikTok blow up of um, him producing Baby Girl on an airplane. And then he had mm-hmm. the TikTok blow up with um, that young, really young DJ – that was playing techno and tequila. Yeah, that's right. And just straight out of TikTok, like these artists are just just blowing up from TikTok, which is just a topic in and of itself to talk about TikTok. It's just such a powerful platform. 
Honestly. Yeah. It is a powerful platform in the best and worst ways. In the best – what is the worst ways? I don't know. Like when people get like bullied <laughs> or like the child trafficking like accounts. I feel like Wait, that's like one of the worst ways. Wait, Have you ever heard of those? No. I've seen TikToks of people talking about like them coming across accounts where it's like a private account and then they try and like message you and it's like all like the code stuff. I I don't really exactly remember what the lady said or the ladies. There was like two people I was watching, but apparently it's like video it's like child pornography on private accounts and like you can pay people to get into them it's pretty fucking crazy and but i the thing was is i wasn't surprised because i've like seen nudity on tiktok and it's crazy that they like will take down a video of like yours or mine because it's not like we're really making an impact and people aren't really seeing it but then yeah, there's like there's a weird side of TikTok. I didn't know this. I mean, it's just like pedophiles grooming young girls on Instagram. Like they'll find yeah. a way. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. I thought TikTok was stricter than that. Well, I thought so but- too. But I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, t- I have a love hate relationship with TikTok in general like it's just it's a weird platform which is so interesting because a lot of my business clients actually prefer tiktok over instagram because they feel like there's not people that they know on Mm -hmm. tiktok but for me tiktok feels so much ickier than instagram just it's just so unfamiliar and weird and you can be so seen and yeah you can get a lot of hate and TikTok is just a weird – it's a weird platform, but it's also a very powerful platform, which is cool. Because TikTok, like, forms collective opinions. Like, once an opinion is trending, it just trends hard. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. TikTok's weird. It's It's an addicting place. That's for sure. Yeah. I just barely got back on TikTok after I felt like I had taken like four or five months off of TikTok and I had literally taken six weeks off of TikTok. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to kind of like create on there more, but we'll see. It's weird. But I'm glad that all of these like artists and a lot of people mm-hmm. that deserve credit are able to receive the credit they deserve and receive the opportunities they deserve from TikTok because on Instagram, it's so hard to be seen, honestly. So true. I mean, TikTok is like, that's what everybody does these days. It's so, it's like pretty much more important than Instagram for like products and like selling your, your like small business lotions and stuff. Like people have to see it. They got to like, see what it looks like, see what it feels like. And like, it's just an easy way for consumers to just like get it get it done easy, especially with TikTok Shop now. I haven't like even you can seen buy that. It. 
oh, I don't know if you update your app, you'll see on like some videos, it'll be like TikTok shop, like buy this product. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have seen that. Because when it first got released, I saw so many videos of like people commenting on other small businesses like, yeah, your product's so great. You have zero sales. And it's like, yeah, they just launched. Like when you sign up for it, you get you have zero sales on TikTok shop. It was pretty funny, though. Interesting. All right. Speaking of TikTok, how do you feel about these NPC lives? I mean, okay. I remember seeing like the original girl, Pinky Doll, with the mm-hmm. popcorn and the blonde hair, the straightening iron. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she, like, ice cream, so good. And she, I remember seeing her, like, scrolling through my feed and just being like, what the fuck is this? Like, what in the fuck are we? And thank you. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Ashley. I'm like, people actually sit here and watch this? And then I started getting some other ones. And, like, some of them, I, I'm i sure they were, like, OnlyFans girls, like, playing on the little, like, anime stuff. But... And then I, yeah, and then it just was starting to, people would make TikToks and be like, if you see me doing this, don't speak. And then they'd be on live. And I'm like, this is fucking weird, you guys. Like, why are we doing this? How can you justify sitting there on camera doing absolutely nothing for hours just to make money? Like, I'm like, damn, that sounds miserable. I would be so bored. Okay, but babe if you were making even two thousand dollars in an hour wouldn't you do it no because what because i it's embarrassing okay two thousand dollars an hour literally think about that if you were on live embarrassing the fuck out of yourself for three hours you could pay three months of rent yeah i guess that is true for three hours that's true i mean it is yeah i think okay maybe but also it i mean like it's kind of i don't know it's kind of fucking weird it is fucking weird but this is running a business. If you if something is there, it is showbiz. That's right. It's fucking showbiz. If something is in demand, if people are paying for something and you can like provide what is in demand and people yeah. are and people are paying like people are making not even quadruple. They're making a hundred times what they make at their normal job in an hour. They don't give a fuck about embarrassing themselves. Like, get your fucking bag. Like, literally. The Like, this podcast that Tana made, she was talking about how she made, like, $100,000 in, like, in a couple minutes. Damn. And you're going to tell me, oh, I wouldn't do that because I look weird. No, you wouldn't give a fuck. I mean, it's it's more just about, like, the principle of, like, 
Uh, I mean, you it's gotta just like, do what you gotta do to make money. Sometimes, fair. But I'm. I mean, I can make money other ways. I even feel like stripping would be more fun. Maybe not. But I'm just thinking like dancing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, it's I the when I have I still have TikToks pop up on my for you page of like people saying like oh I like doing NPC stuff like I'm going to be on live and I see they're on live. I'm like good for you. Like I I literally hope that you're making money. But here's True. okay. But here's also what I want to know. Who is watching the lives and providing the gifts? That's like, what I'm saying. For like for us. For Pinky Doll, like who like who is providing the gifts? It's kind of the same vibe as like, you know, when you see somebody at a um at a rave and you're yeah. just like and you're just like, what do you do for work? Like, like they're like so strange that you're like, what do you do in society? Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Like, who is sending the rose? Like, rose smells so good. Rose smells so good. Who's sending the rose? Yeah, Kevin. I mean, Kevin, what do you do? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sending rose after rose after rose after rose? Like, do you have anything better to do? Yeah. And it's so many people doing that. I Yeah, true. And, like, I mean, maybe people are just that into TikTok. I would not pay money to just get – I mean, maybe it's a streaming thing. Like, people on Twitch do it. I don't know. But I also just, like – I don't love live streams ever. Yeah. I mean – I see some, what's the weirdest live stream you've ever seen? I'll tell you my favorite one. I sent it to you. Like somebody's sleeping and people yes. gift certain things, like shit happens, or like somebody will like put mayonnaise on their head, or like the bug eating ones. Or actually this one's pretty fucking weird. The girls that are just like bouncing or like like they're having sex and they just don't say anything and they just stare at the screen. It's super weird. I've never seen that. I got like two of those live streams one time. and I was looking at the comments because I was trying to figure out like if she was going to talk. But then I was like, oh, no, this is super weird. <laughs> I've never seen that. That is so funny. Well, I just sent Ashley my favorite. My favorite one. The hamsters. Yes, the hamsters. I was dying, Ash. Like, no, I was I was actually obsessed. There is a hamster rave on TikTok. And this live is going all the time. All the time. Like, I'll be scrolling TikTok at any hour of the day and a hamster rave shows up. And it's just Damn. a bunch of hamsters running around on these wheels. And it's hilarious. And I love it. Yeah. I can't, I mean, I love those kinds of things when it's just like, or like 
one of my other favorite one of my good favorite live streams that I could actually watch for a while is like the ones that are, where it's like on a cat collar and the cat's like running around outside. It's so cool. Okay, you need to share your lives with me. I've never seen any of these. Okay, I'll de- yeah, no, I'll definitely share my life. Yeah, so I don't yeah, I scroll past a lot of stuff on TikTok to say the least. Okay, wait. All right. New topic that kind of relates but doesn't relate. What is the weirdest thing you've ever seen at a rave? Cuz I was just talking to my clients about this and I have to know like yeah, what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen at a rave, at a festival? Huh. That's a good question, just because everything's always so out of the ordinary. I don't know. That's it. The I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is just like there was a man at Shambhala last year like not this past one but the year before who would just like do his yoga completely naked the longest dong I've ever seen in my whole entire life and just like do it in the middle of like where people are walking and just like you know hitting his athletes poses bending over and I like I was like wow I mean that was like during the day that wasn't actually during a, a rave but that was at a festival well, it's probably worse than during, like, the rave because it was during the day. Like, it was, like, bright as fuck. True. Yeah, it was bright as fuck. I'm just waking up and I'm like, damn, <laughs> hello. That's so funny. I remember being at um, Izu and, like, we were just, like, chilling at the end of the night, like, just sitting on the grass and looking over and just seeing this, like, was he old, the guy that you're talking about? Like, middle-aged. Okay. At Izu, we saw he was old. Like, he was, like, for sure in his 70s. Oh, damn. And we just see him, like, walking. And we have to, like, kind of squint and, like, look. And we're like, is this guy naked? He was just walking around dick out. Just walking around. Just vibing. Like, it's always crazy when you see a dick out. Like, you're just like, what is going on here? So caught off guard. So caught off guard. But I was asking – so I was asking my clients. I was on a client call earlier with my membership, and I was like, guys, me and Ash are about to record this podcast, and we want to talk about just, like, funny topics or whatever. Like, what should we talk about? And one of the girls was like, oh, you should talk about, like, the craziest thing you've ever seen at a rave. And I was like, okay. And she, I was like, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen? And she was like, oh, well, this one time I was, like, at this rave – well, and the funny thing is she was, like, talking about Utah. She was, like, Utah does some crazy shit. She's, like, this one time I was at a Utah rave and this girl just, like, squat down in the middle of the crowd and just started peeing. And I was, like, <laughs> listen. Oh. I went that to reminds this- me of something, but, yeah, oh. keep going. <laughs> okay. I went to this festival And I was with a bunch of friends. And one of the friends brought a girl. And this girl, like, it was just funny because my client was like, yeah, the craziest thing I've ever seen is some girl just pissing in the middle of the crowd. I was in this, like, a big group. One of the people in the group brought this girl. So she was, like, a part of our group. Like, she was, like, one of my friends. Like, we became, like, friends because we were all in this big group. 
she was that girl. We were all at this stage in the middle of a crowd and she was like, oh, like I have to piss. And I was like, okay, let's go to the bathroom. She's like, I no, like I don't want to go to the bathroom. And just squatted in the middle of the crowd. Oh my pulled God. Her, crazy. Pulled her body suit to the side and just peed everywhere. And I was like, it's bold. Interesting. I did pee on the side of the pagoda stage. Okay. <laughs> uh, at Electric Forest, there is this field. If anyone was at Electric Forest, I can't remember what the stage was called, but it's like the first stage when you walk in. There's like a a grass field next to it. Mm-hmm. We called that VIP. Like oh, like like P. V, like VIP. Oh, and so anyone we were with, we we're like, hey, we're gonna stop by VIP real quick to go to the restroom, and they'd be like, okay, like we'll come with you. <laughs> And we just go in the middle of this field and we would just like squat down and pee in the middle of this like grass field. But that's different. Like we're peeing in the middle of a field where it's like dark and nobody can see and like it's private. Yeah. Not where people are going to be like shuffling. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a – I mean I would do that too. You got – like you said, you got to do what you got to do. And like men – pee anywhere whenever yeah so why can't i i should be able to pee wherever i want vip what did i I remind you of though oh probably one of like the craziest worst things i've ever seen at a rave was i don't remember what show it was it was at the wamu theater in seattle i just remember standing at the back Somebody in front, projectile vomits, walks away. Somebody else is running to, like, find their friend, slips and lands, like, back down just in the puddle of puke and then, like, gets up and, like, processes it for a minute. And I was like, oh, do I need to do something right now? And then just, like, he walked away. And I was like, oh, my God, that was the most brutal thing I have ever seen. It was disgusting. But that's so disgusting. That's not fun at all. No, I can't. I can't deal with puking at raves, which I've I've been that bitch. Let me tell you. So my little sister, my poor little sister, she's not that little. She's 22. Okay. (laughs) She's been to plenty of raves now. She's a DJ. She's dope as fuck. But the first rave I ever took her to was about two years ago. We went to this house festival here in Salt Lake. And we're like, you know, just participating in some things that might make you a bit nauseous. And or I was. I was participating in some things that might make you nauseous. And I was but I was taking my little sister to her first rave and I accidentally took like a little bit too much and I'm very sensitive to this substance that makes me a little bit nauseous. I'm trying to be a bit censored here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I puked for about four hours in the grass. Ooh. And my 
my, my poor little sister, she was like so confused on what was going on. She just came to listen to some house music. Like she was just having the time of her life. And her older sister that is supposed to be like her provider, her protector, her person. <laughs> I was just like puking my brains out. So I get it. Like sometimes it happens, but you know, it's, it's not fun. Yeah, no, it's that sounds pretty fucking awful. That's for sure. Okay, last thing I want to talk about to finish off this episode. Let's talk about the Barbie movie. Ooh, yes. I just saw it last. (laughs) Was it last night? Last night or the night before? Because you were texting me about it. I think it was last night. Um, I thought it was great. I didn't think it was going to be like adulty humor and like so complex of a movie i was expecting like like very like child's like movie and i just thought it was i thought it was fun it's not like my favorite movie in the whole entire world but like it lived up to its hype like the set design and all that shit was really cute (laughs) and the outfits were cute and ken was fucking hilarious But, yeah, no, it was definitely a way more complex than I thought it was going to be. I feel like it really depends on, like, where your expectations were. Yeah. Because if your expectations were low, then you you have that review, right, of, like, it was much better than I thought it was going to be. I had people literally tell me, like, you're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to be inspired. Like, it's going to, like – really hit you like in the soft spot like (laughs) I had someone tell me like you should take some mushrooms before like it's like so empowering like it's I thought it was I thought it was like I don't I don't know a little bit underwhelming it like wasn't the like you said like it wasn't the best movie in the world but it was cute. That's what I'll say. Yeah. It was, it was cute. Yeah, no, I thought it was – I mean, I liked the messages. Like, there was a lot of different ones. But, like, the final one of, like, Barbie, like, is meant to be whoever you want to be, essentially. Like, it's supposed to inspire you to be who you want to be. And, like, Barbie hu- wants to be human in the end, which I'm like – it's very – it's kind of, like, Hallmark-esque, but – that's kind of what I expected too. It's like have have like a happy, yeah, like sappy message. But I liked it. I mean, I I loved it. I thought it was great. You know me, like I love yeah. the pink. I love like the whole vibe. Yeah. I just felt like so many people kind of hyped it up to be this like incredible film. Mm, that makes sense. When it was like a cute movie. Yeah, no, it's definitely just like a movie, not like not- a film. Film. I mean, like yeah. I guess like the costuming and stuff, but like the storyline, like I wouldn't say is like a work of art. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. The the aesthetic of it. Yeah, top like tier. the sets and stuff. Everything was perfect. Top tier. Perfect. Loved it. Amazing. The casting. Amazing. Amazing. Loved it. Incredible. The storyline has potential. 
has a lot of potential. Wasn't I feel like it wasn't fully like, but also again, it was the Barbie movie. Yeah, like it's it's Barbie. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not I'm not like devastated, or not devastated, disappointed. Like I'm not disappointed at all. I just felt like people were making it seem to be this like incredible film like it's just like amazing i didn't think it was amazing i thought it was good it was really good yeah it was really good yeah i don't think it was like like there are some movies that i'm like that was just like an amazing overall like work of art yeah and that and i this is definitely a work of art like don't get me wrong like but i'm yeah the storyline i don't know it threw me a lot because they could have made it simple and cheesy but they didn't but i almost feel like it was too much and like trying to circle back and like close all the stories I was like this is a lot yeah yeah I didn't feel like it was fully like realized yeah yeah exactly I felt the same way but it was so interesting it was so cute it was adorable it was hilarious too in some ways weird Barbie is so funny (laughs) I love weird what is that actress I don't know. I don't remember. Okay, wait. Let me remember who this actress was. Um, Weird Barbie actress. Kate McKinnon. Um, Kate McKinnon IMDb. Because she's in something else that was like pretty... Ghostbusters, bombshells. Oh, she's a Saturday Night Live person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, where do I recognize her from? It's definitely from SNL. And she's in the Magic School Bus videos. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was cute. It was cute. I just – it was cute. I just didn't fully understand what some people were saying about it. Yeah, no, I feel it. Like, I mean, they did have like a mil- multi-million dollar marketing budget. So, bro, the okay, the marketing on this insane. was insane. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, like, no, me neither. Everything, yeah. literally everything, had a Barbie collab. Everything. I yeah, it was. It was almost weird, but good for them. Money gets you far, I guess. What company was it that created this? Mattel. Mattel? Is it just Barbie? I think, yeah, I think Mattel, because they're like planning on doing like a Hot Wheels movie and stuff. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Right. Uh, All right. Well, we're at about an hour 15. And I think we've detoxed. I don't know. I'm feeling good, but I think we're running out of our our special list is running low. Yeah. I feel like I've detoxed. I feel like I've talked about all the things I need to talk about. Obviously, I could talk to Ash for hours and hours and hours on end, Mm -hmm. but if you guys have more ideas and more topics of what you want us to chat about on our moth hours on our (laughs) on our detox episode we would love to hear it so shoot us a dm or let us know in 
um, the Breaking Butterfly hotline. We would love to do more of these episodes where we just talk and chat and um, yeah, just have some fun and detox. So let us know your guys' thoughts on this episode. Let us know your guys' thoughts on um, what could be a future episode. We would absolutely love it. Um, But yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Any last words, Ash? No, not today. I think, uh, yeah, let us know if there's anything you guys want us to talk about. (laughs) All right. Love you guys so much. Have an amazing week this week. We'll catch you guys in this, uh, in our next episode. Bye. Bye.